Hello and welcome to Mega City Book Club, the podcast all about the galaxy's greatest comics. I'm Eamon Clark, and my returning guest is editor-in-chief of Time Bomb Comics. He is still the best and most colourfully dressed man at British comics conventions. It's a warm return, a welcome return for Steve Tanner. Hello, Steve. Hello, Eamon. Thanks very much for uh, having me back. Uh, it's, good, it's good to be talking to you again. That's fantastic. Now, we're on, we've actually got a video on today, but you're not wearing one of your wonderful convention jackets, I notice. You save those for the trips out, do you? Yeah, but if you do notice, over, over, my, over my shoulder, I do have my gold lame jacket. Oh, you do? <laughs> hung over, over the, uh, the, the, the door. So there's never, I'm never too far away from a jacket, even if, I'm not, if it's not on my person. Fantastic. So you were on the book club about a year ago, episode 182. We were talking about your Spectrum comic. You've got a new comic to tell us about, which is why we brought you back today. Um, So I'm just going to get straight into it, Steve. What can you tell us about Quantum? Well, it's interesting you mentioned Spectrum because it was our experience with with, uh, Spectrum that really was the catalyst for for the new book, Quantum. Spectrum, it was... um, Back last year, it was it was kickstarted uh, as the pre-order. Uh, it did very well. It also was listed in um, carried by Diamond, so we, we, we you know we had some good good orders from comic shops. But also, it was also distributed uh, through the branches of W. H. Smith across the UK. What was a real surprise for us was how healthy the W. H. Smith sales were. Um, it, it, you know, it kind of proved to us that there, there's not this kind of crossover of readership. Because you kind of think that, you know, if people are buying comics from one place, they're aware of their local comic shop, they're aware of Kickstarter. But that's really not the case. Um, so it, we, we kind of thought about, well, let's put something together, which is designed for that that audience primarily. Um, and that, that's how, how Quantum came about. So the idea behind Quantum is that it'll be a, a, a initially a bi-monthly uh, title that predominantly be going on sale in newsagents across the UK and in other countries. So, you know, it's, it's going to news agents in Germany, in, in the Netherlands, in Australia. Um, there will be a, a, some, some co- uh, comic shop presence. Uh, I understand that it's going to be available in branches of Forbidden Planet here in the UK, uh, but also uh, Midtown Comics in New York will, will be stocking it, and Chicago Comics in um, Chicago, obviously. So, um, it, it, but it, the, the main thrust of it is designed to, to be that traditional kind of comic you used to see in the newsagent. Because that used to be, as you, as you remember, the way that we all used to experience comics. That's where we used to buy our British comics from. The only place you could buy them was from the newsagent. Um, now and again, maybe the newsagent would get some exciting American titles in. But in the main, it was the, it was the weekly comics um, that, that we all, all kind of remember. And now, when you go into the newsagents, there's still comics there, but they're, they're you know, they're, they're a very small range. I mean, I, I've always had a great kind of a fondness for the newsagent. I mean, it was something I always used to look forward to doing, going going into look at the newsagent. And even now, I if, if I see a newsagent, I will never walk past it. I will always just put my head in just to see what they've got on the shelves, just out of curiosity. Um, so, so we we know that there, there's a there's a, a an audience there. So with Quantum, we're hoping to kind of reach that audience. And I'll be perfectly honest, also hopefully some of our existing readers will kind of make their way into their local newsagent to pick up a copy as well. 
Fantastic stuff. I mean, I've certainly noticed in my local branch of WH Smith's that their range of comics for, shall we say, grown-ups seems to be expanding. And of course, for anybody not in the UK, WH Smith's is like the powerhouse of newsagent chains uh, nowadays. They, They can be, as I understand it, Steve, they can be... You know, I think you have to compete and pay for the shelf space. Is that right? Or you have to go through an agent? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you can't approach them them directly. So we've uh, we've, uh, tied ourselves with a a distributor who currently kind of distribute uh, magazines and comics across the UK. Um, It's the same distributor that kind of distribute uh, Total Film, SFX, the uh, the Panini titles, so so you know they're they're already familiar with 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 uh, handling comics, um, so and because they have kind of a, a strong presence with those existing portfolio of titles, uh, we're, we're hoping that we'll be able to sit alongside those titles wherever they're they're currently stocked. So this episode, as I said it, um, before we start recording, is due to come out on April eighteenth. If people are listening around about when it comes out. The first issue of Quantum will hit the shelves... Some... April the 20th. So, April the so 20th. Just two days later. Right. So, yeah, in two days' time, if someone's listening to this on the day, uh, they should be able to get hold of a copy of Quantum number one from their, from their newsagent. Although, although it's um, by the time this comes out, it, it'll be too close to time. People can already order it from their newsagents if they wanted to. Uh, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, I did that myself. Uh, just just uh, just in the week, I went to my local news agents and I ordered a copy of Quantum because I, I just like the idea of being able to order a comic from the news agent again. It was lovely. So I'm looking forward to going myself going into the news agent and, and buying a copy. And if you go into your local news agent that's not Smith, do you have to mention a distributor or can you just go straight for the title and they should be able to find it? Um, I, I guess it depends on the size of the news agents. Uh, I imagine if it's a very, very small provincial um, corner shop news agent, they probably have a limited range of titles anyway. But, but uh, as, as a benchmark, if they're currently stocking Total Film and SFX uh, on their shelves, um, they sh- they should be able to have a quantum there as well. But uh, it can be ordered from from the news agents. Uh, across the UK, uh, Republic of Ireland, McCall's are, are carrying it in, in, the, in the Republic of Ireland. So um, it, it's wherever kind of comics are, are sold traditionally. Fantastic. And as you say, lovely old-fashioned idea of going in and ordering your comic from a, a newsagent. Um, I shall try it myself. <laughs> um, so that's the new distribution model, uh, which is interesting. Tell us a little bit, tease us a little bit. What is going to be in Quantum? Um, what can you tell us about the first issue and so on? Okay, well, it, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that it, it's, it's Quantum is an anthology title. Well, we, we have kind of built ourselves a reputation for kind of producing anthologies which people enjoy, and it, it's kind of d- doing that kind of same thing. But what we wanted to do with, with Quantum, we wanted the opportunity to... Um, bring brand new material to a new audience, but also um, take advantage of the fact that we have a, we have a, a quite a large portfolio now of, of, um, of characters and concepts that haven't been seen at all um, at, um, if, if for, the, for, the, for the news agent audience. So Quantum Number 1 uh, features three brand new uh, stories, uh, but it also contains two reprint stories. Now, but the, the, the brand new stories themselves, one of them is um, features uh, Major Rakana, which is the, um, the character that I've been writing for uh, short stories in Brawler. 
so it seemed an ideal opportunity to kind of do something a bit longer and a bit more you know with, with the character so it, it's it's a, like a continued story that's starting quantum number one uh we, because we have we, we're now working uh closely with with dave west now dave west for formerly vaccine uk is now part of um a part of time bomb uh we took advantage to, 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 for, to, to get him to write a brand new story that's set within his western noir setting uh, and then we have a, a, a story called Memphis, which is completely new. Uh, the, both the concept and the characters are completely new. And that's um, written and drawn by David Morris. Um, and that's um, set in, in a world uh, where the, 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 the Egyptian pharaohs never died out. So, so, so e the ancient Egypt continued right through to the present day. Um, so because one of, one of the things that we wanted to do with, with Quantum was to feature kind of stories set in worlds different from our own. And that is the kind of kind of theme that you, you you'll notice through each each of the different stories that are in quantum. But regards the the, the reprint we, material, we, we we were conscious of that as well. We, we didn't want to just kind of just push out reprints and uh, and use them as filler. Um, so in the in quantum number one, we start a um, a serialization of whatever happened to the world's fastest man, which some people will remember being published by Action UK. 10, 12 years ago, I think. Um, and I think, I believe it won an, um, an Eagle Award at the time for being one of the, one of the best kind of released comics, indie comics of the year. So it's, it's a cracking story. It hasn't been seen for many, many years. Um, so even if people are familiar with, with uh, indie comics produced over the past few years, chances are they might not have seen uh, whatever happened to the world's fastest man. Uh, it, it, it's a great, uh, great story. It's uh, written by Dave West and is uh, drawn by uh, Mar an artist called Marley Lowe, who sadly is no longer with us. Um, the final story we've got in there, the reprint story, is um, the Clockwork Cavalier, and that was the that's the, the it was the first Clockwork Cavalier story that appeared in Flintlock Book One, but we've got it that, that was in black and white, and we've got it coloured. We've, so we so it's now as a colour version. So it's again making sure that even though some of the stories may be familiar to some, there's an extra dimension added to them, uh, adding value to, to to the package. And we've also got a couple of um, editorial text pieces in there as well. Um, so so that that's kind of the the, the format of how Quantum is is, is formed. Uh, from the second issue, uh, we also have a, a new serial starting called death and taxes uh, and again that that's set in, in, a, in a, a world different from our own that's set in a world where um in the in in, in the great war um a, a process was discovered that we could reanimate um the dead soldiers so they could just resend the dead soldiers back again into battle rather than just sending more and more uh, fresh-faced young men to their doom uh, so but after the war it became uh, used by the uh, by the government at the time to uh, bring in a death tax. So if anyone could not afford to pay the death tax, they are kept alive through this process until such time they could afford the death tax and and die. And um, it's one of those things that, although it's set in the, in, in like an alternate 1950s uh, in, in in Britain. There's there's some elements about it that kind of res to me they resonate with with some elements of society that we're currently uh, living through today. You know there has that kind of kind of um, that kind of uneasiness about it. So quantum is, is there's lots of different things in there, but we're hoping that um, it will find uh, a, a, an audience 
with with the with the, the people who go into the, the news agents and W Smith, but also we hope there's there's material in there that will attract people who who are already familiar with the, the stuff that we produce. Excellent. I'm looking forward to buying it off the stands myself. Um, you mentioned issue two. Uh, I think you said it's going to be bi-monthly then, is it? Initially, yes. We're looking at bi-monthly, for, for, certainly for the, for, the first, for the first year. Because um, um, we, we, I mean, it's, it's a big step for us to actually be, be doing a regular title mm. into, the, into the new stands. Uh, and one of the things we were always con- conscious of, and something... To be honest, we've always been conscious of with, with Time Bomb is not trying to run before we can walk. So we, we wanted to make sure we, we could do something that as a package we knew we would be able to kind of meet that, that commitment in terms of uh, production and deadlines. And also, you know, to give uh, the artists involved um, a little bit of kind of space as well. Mm. So they would have time to kind of um, produce, produce the strips. Because I think for the most part, I think pretty much almost every um, artist that's involved with Quantum, it's the first time they've been involved with something which has that kind of frequency of publication. Um, you know, as you know, in, in indie comics, it's very common to have, you know, if, if, it's, if it is a continued series, it's very often maybe four, five, six, or even longer months apart between, mm. between issues. Um, so, so it's a step change for all involved. So we wanted to re- be really sure that the people we have on board can actually uh, meet meet that commitment uh, and not feel uh, burnt out by it. Fantastic stuff. And if I take you back to issue one, uh, which, as you say, is going to be on the newsstands just after this episode comes out, and the cover for that will be the cover art on this episode, um, tell us about the cover of issue one and you know what's on it and who's done the artwork for you. Oh, the cover of issue one. I mean, this is <laughs> this is one of the things where... It was a long process to get the cover, uh, and, and 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 mainly because we, we we couldn't quite kind of decide on on what we needed to do what we need to do with the cover. To me, it was kind of important that we have all the kind of the characters that are within the comic featured on the cover as, as like an ensemble piece, rather than spotlighting one particular character. Um, so that's what what we went with in the end. So it was the the artwork was penciled by uh, by David Morris. And um, the colour work has been done by Ben Lopez, who was who's worked with us now uh, a number of times. Um, he's done work for Flintlock. He was the the colourist on um, the Clockwork Cavalier uh, one shot, and he, he he's doing more work for us in in the future. So um, it, it was that we wanted we wanted to try and capture the spirit of what Quantum is all about from the cover. It was the most difficult part of the whole process of putting Quantum together. It really it really was because we knew it was important that when it's on the shelf it stands out, that it's noticed. Um, so so it, we, we had lots of, of, of back and forth and we had arguments and we had kind of, um, you know, people kind of abandoning teams' calls in disgust. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Because everyone felt very passionate about about the project, which was great. Um, but in the end, we all came together. We, we kind of we worked everything through, and I think what we have now is a, as a cover. Hopefully, it will stand out when it's on the stand. Hopefully, you will see it. Excellent stuff. And I'm getting a sort of um, Warrior magazine vibe about all this. And if people, you know, miss the excitement of Warrior issue one, get on board for Quantum issue one. I'm guessing. <laughs> 
Well, it, it, I mean, perfectly honest, if, if we capture even a tenth of the excitement that Warrior captured back in the 80s, um, we'd be delighted. I think, I think what you touched on there is more of a kind of a, a general vibe that most of the Time Bomb comics books seem, seem to have is there is this kind of, there, there's, there's a suggestion of nostalgia about them, but they're not kind of, they're, they're, they're contemporary rather than just trying to uh, copy something that was produced in the past. I think that's really important that you, t- you, 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 I mean, you look to the past for inspiration, but look, look to the present, look to the future for what, what, how you actually um, pull that inspiration together into something meaningful. Um, and I th- so I think if, if, if quantum has that kind of vibe, um, and presence, and certainly if, if if it's received in the same way, yeah, yeah, that, that's great. But really, it's about hopefully people picking up the picking up the comic, reading it, and enjoying it because that's really what it's all about. You want people to feel that that you know they they've that they they've bought something which they've enjoyed and, and it was worthwhile invested in, and and more importantly, they come back for issue two, issue three, issue four, issue five, and so on, because. That, that, that's the thing about be, be, have it, having something on the newsstand. For it to survive on the newsstand, it has to have a readership, mm. uh, and, and, and that, that, that you know that that's key. This is not just kind of producing something for 100 backers on Kickstarter. This this is something which which um, you know it, the print run is, is the largest print run we've ever had to kind of uh, contemplate. Um, and so the the emotions of, of all of us involved, um, certainly on the editorial side. They're veering constantly between excitement and delight and sheer terror because we, 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 we really don't know. You know, we're, we're hoping it'll, it'll work, but until it's on the stand, until we start to see the, the sales numbers coming in, we really don't know. Well, it's a bold and exciting new uh, distribution model for you and how exciting to have proper British comics back on the shelves again in WH Smith's. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I am too, and I hope. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I hope it starts a trend. To be perfectly honest, it'd be terrific if, you know, just by the fact that we're doing it, other people start looking at it and thinking, okay, well, maybe I could do this too, because uh, because that would be, that would be, be be a wonderful thing. If, if a year from now there was two, three, four, or more other titles that were also on the newsstand that had been, that had come from essentially the the, the, the british uh, independent comic um scene that, that, that'd be a wonderful thing to see wouldn't it fantastic yes um while we're mentioning warrior magazine of course you've got another uh several other comics on the go but you've just launched the kickstarter for brawler issue three i believe that's right that went that went the uh, brawler issue three is currently open for pre-order now on kickstarter that went um, that opened up yesterday, and that'll be running through to the end of um, end of this month. Uh, in fact, first of April, it finishes on the first of April. Um, and those of anyone who's um, picked up Brawler before will, will know what to expect. It's pretty much what it says on the tin. And it's interesting you mentioned worry about Quantum because Brawler is very much. Uh, was kind of warrior inspired. I mean, I mean, the way kind of Brawler came together, it was from a, a social media post on Facebook that I saw from um, from Jason Cobley, who basically said, "Oh, wouldn't it be lovely if if, if warrior there was something like warrior again?" So um, I reached out to him straight away and said, "Well, let, let, let's let's make it happen." So so the idea with with um, with Brawler was was not it to be the new warrior, um, but to be inspired by what that original 
title was all about. Um, so, so, so the thinking behind Brawler is that each of the stories within Brawler could be the lead character in in the in the um, in the series. Um, there's no, it's not like you know, if you pick up two thousand days, it's obvious that Judge Dredd is the lead character, and all the others kind of follow behind. Um, with Warrior, what I remember about Warrior myself, it was that you know. Any of them could be the lead. You know, you had you had you had Marvel Man, you had you had V, you had Spiral Path, you had Laser Razor and Press Button, all these kind of different kind of stories, but all of them featured really strong characters. And that that's the thinking behind Brawler. That all the different stories feature strong characters. Um, so it, it became more that kind of traditional way of doing an anthology, where um, how they used to be done, where it was very kind of um, character focused. Whereas these days, a lot of the time, anthologies tend to have a like a, a theme that brings everything together. Um, so, so that that was the kind of thinking behind Brawler. So that's what what you with, with Brawler. It's very kind of traditional, I suppose. Uh, it's kind of science fiction, fantasy, adventure. Um, but the, the, I mean, the, the art teams on them uh, and the creative teams, I think. Um, they're, they're terrific. We've got some great people involved with 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 Brawler, including, of course, um, Jason Cobley, who who um, came up with the, the idea of it in the first place. Fantastic stuff. And I will post the link to the Kickstarter uh, when this episode comes out and to the wonderful cover art for issue three of Brawler. Who did the cover for that? Oh, that was uh, John Higgins, oh. um, which, which was, yeah, so it, that was great. You know, so, so to have John, I mean, you know, he's... He's one of those artists that's, um, that you just say the name like yourself. Ah, every, you you know who he is yeah. and you know what to expect. Um, and that, that was great because, you know, we reached out to John and said, well, look, this is what, would you be interested? Um, and yeah, and he was happy uh, to come on board with that. But I think when, so he's produced this wonderful cover. I think it's terrific. But I think that the other exciting thing is that what we then did, we then sent the cover illustration um, to Mike Carey. And Mike Carey has written a story for us oh, great. based on, on on the cover. So we've got John Higgins and Mike Carey. I don't know if it's the first time they've worked together or not. I really don't. But the fact that there's these two kind of legend, comics legends mm. um, in Broader Free, I think that, that that's a, that's great. I mean, I'm, I'm delighted with what, what they've done. Uh, and, you know, Mike, Mike's story is, is, is brilliant. You know, it, it, it really... It's up there. It's, it's, it's a worthy accompaniment to, to John's cover, that's for sure. Fantastic stuff. And that Brawler 3 Kickstarter will run through April, finish the 1st of May. And when will it ship? That's right, yeah. uh, it should be shipping to the end of May. Right. Because all the, all the strips are done. So it's a literative case of kind of um, knowing what the final figures are going to be uh, and then moving it on from there. So Quantum will be on the stands. Quantum issue one will be on the stands. Broader uh, issue three, the Kickstarter's up at the moment. Any other projects or comics you'd like to tell us about uh, that you can tell us about at the moment, Steve? Well, yeah, we've got another Spectrum book coming together. So we should have a a second Spectrum um, out this summer as well. Um, So that's all coming together. In fact, just this morning, I I saw the the finished um, pages for um, the Space Precinct story that's in there. Um, uh, same creative team as before, uh, Richmond, written by Richmond Clements and, and drawn by James Gray. And uh, I, I mean, it, it, it blew me away. It's terrific. They've done a great. They've done a really great job on it. I think um, the story they've got for Spectrum Two is kind of a, uh, it's going to be a tough one for the other two stories to kind of um, to match. I'll be perfectly honest, but hopefully that'll be nicely received as well. Um, we got we got lots of stuff going on. To be perfectly honest, but I think when, once we get past the summer. 
it's really going to be the focus is pretty much going to be quantum because every two months there'll be a new issue coming out. So um, that, that's that's they're very much um, occupying most of my time at the moment. But we have other things, you know, in hand um, because the, the 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 kind of the the non news agent side of of of, of the business was, is still rolling on. So we have we have books scheduled uh, for the rest of the year and into next year and even the year after. Um, so there's lots of stuff going on. Um, so I'm looking forward to be able to share more of the details of, all, of all, what they all are uh, in due course. Fantastic stuff. And I'm delighted there's going to be more Spectrum and that the partnership with Jerry Anderson Productions is obviously being a fruitful one and is continuing. Yeah, it's been great working with uh, Anderson Entertainment. Um, it's, it's been, and, and, and also getting to know um, um, Jamie Anderson himself. Um, so that was so so meeting up with him as well. Uh, so so they seem very kind of uh, happy and supportive of what we're doing, and and, it, and it's been it's been a nice experience because, you know, going into the, the Spectrum project initially, you know, I was aware that there was all these horror stories that I'd heard of when you when you kind of start working with a licensor, um, you know, multiple changes and uh, you know all that kind of stuff, but. To be perfectly honest, working with Anderson has, has been terrific. It, it perhaps helps that, that, that all the creators involved are big fans of the actual um, concepts that they're, they're creating stories for, so they understand what the stories are about. Um, perhaps ne- sort of making, uh, ensuring that there's no need for things to be changed. But um, no, it's been it's been a, it's been a great project, and I'm looking forward to continue working with them um, into the future. Fantastic stuff. And if I take you back to your wonderful jackets and we talk conventions for the rest of the year briefly, where or which conventions might we see you in your peacock colours um, and your comics coming up in the rest of the year? Um, it, 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 it's, I, I guess the, the the big hitters is probably the best easiest way to describe them. So I'll, I'll be at um, I'll be at MCM London. I'll be at um, at Portsmouth, um, I'll be at the uh, the Steampunk Asylum in Lincoln uh, at the end of uh, end of August. Um, I'm up in uh, Glasgow for the Acme Convention in September. Uh, hopefully, I'll be at Thorball. I'm, I'm planning to be at Thorball, but obviously, everyone at the moment is still waiting to find out if um, they've got allocated space at Thorball. Um, and um, I think there's a couple of smaller events that I'm hoping to kind of fit in. I, I know. Um, I'm hoping to do. I think there's a Derby show in in August. I'm hoping to be at, which is one of the uh, events that um, Lisa Clark organises. Uh, she's part. She does the uh, the comic and gaming festivals uh, across the conventions across mainly the southwest of England. Um, but I've done a few of her shows before, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to being back with her. Oh, I'm doing Swansea in 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 the middle of mid May. I'm at the Swansea convention. Um, um, and they kind of invited me back after about me last year, and that was to be honest, that's a great event. Um, it's it, it, it's a real tradition. It, felt, it feels like a real traditional comic con. How they used how they used to be back in the day. It has that kind of vibe about it. Um, so that, that that should be a good a good weekend. I think that's the that's the middle of May, uh, middle middle of May, I believe. If anyone wants to find out information about that. Okay, excellent. Sadly, I won't be able to make Portsmouth this year. I was hoping to go, but I will hopefully see you at Thought Bubble and uh, drop by the table and say hello. Oh, that'd be terrific. It'd be great to see you. Yeah, and of course, as ever, you'll be fairly easy to find. You're recognisable with your wonderful jackets. (laughs) Well, hopefully, hopefully you'll spot me. (laughs) So I'm guessing, uh, I'll put the links in the show note, but I'm guessing timebombcomics.com is still the link for all the news and information? 
Yeah. We have, we're on Twitter. Um, we, we, we don't have a blue tick verification, but we're not worried about that. Um, so we're, I think at Time Bomb Comics on, on Twitter. Uh, I, I think we're on Instagram as well, I think. And um, obviously Facebook. Um, Katie manages our, 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 our social media stuff. So she's much more favorite than I am. But um, usually Facebook is the, is the one I can usually be find that, found out quite easily. Excellent. Well, I'll try and put the links in the show notes, including timebombcomics.com and links to the Brawler Issue 3 Kickstarter. And go and pester your local newsagent for a copy of Quantum Issue 1 or step into WH Smith's and pick it up there. It sounds like a very exciting venture. Let's get in on the start of this. Thank you, Payment. Well, thank you for giving up your time, Steve. Um, you know, I know you're fairly busy at the moment, but thank you for giving up your time this Sunday afternoon and for all you do at Time Bomb Comics. Oh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Eamon. Thanks for your time. And thank you to everyone for listening to Mega City Book Club. As ever, find all of Steve's links at megacitybookclub.com. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, and the 2080 forums. And email me, mcbcpodcast at gmail.com, if you've got a book or a comic that you'd like to come on the show and talk about. So until next time, it's goodbye from me and... It's goodbye from him. Right.